And, and you know, his fire is actually his love. Yes. Because he says, I'm an all-consuming fire. So we don't realize when God releases us or puts us in, a, in the fire, in the storm, in the desert, it is the greatest opportunity for the manifestation of God. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promise outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us a very special guest, a dear friend of ours from South Africa. He's a prophet of the Lord and brings an amazing word every place that he goes, every time we have him, every time we're with him. And his name is Etienne Blom. He's going to share with us today a little bit of how God miraculously scooped him up out of a life of alcoholism and immediately started him into the ministry. And he's also going to share with us what he's going to bring when he comes to be with us October 7th and 8th, 2022, here at our headquarters. And it's going to be an amazing time. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. Before we get started with our friend Etienne, uh, let me just encourage you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and have a look around. There's a place there that you can give us feedback, and you can also click there to see the event that we have coming up with Etienne, October 7th and 8th, 2022, and if there's any way that you can make it personally to be here with us, we would love to have you with us. Well, Etienne Blom, we are so delighted to have you with us on our podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from South Africa. Amen. Yes, it's an absolute pleasure. It's an honor just to connect again and to see you all again and yeah, to talk about what's coming up. And you were just in, uh, in the States not long ago, just got home. Not long ago when you're coming back. Oh, well, and, and then you went to Australia in the meantime. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, I just came Maybe back. I, that's right, I saw that. A okay. week. Yeah, I just came back not even a week ago from Australia. Yeah, had an amazing trip, an uh, impactful trip, and God is really on the move. That's awesome. Oh, so glorious. So glorious, the, the, the things that God is doing. So uh, just by way of introduction, we uh, I, I thought it would be good for you just to Give us a little bit of your story. You've had you have a tremendous story, and, and we can put a a link to um, the video that that would be on our YouTube channel in in the show notes. So if anybody wants to hear the longer version of the story with all the details, yeah. uh, but if you could just give us a, a a small taste of of what God did to get you started from from being a well, a real estate, a, a real estate guy yeah. that with a with a history of playing rugby. I mean, you're one of these big rugby guys, and and uh, yeah. uh, uh, just tell us your story. Okay, well, um, my life grew up Christian home, um, very religious, but I never walked with God. Hmm. I went off to school, um, to university, did not finish. I started drinking, fighting, everything that was wrong. I did. Got into the business world, excelled, whatever I touched turned into gold, but not with God. 
Wow. Oh. Got married, children. Yeah, went uh, absolutely through a tough time in marriage. We're on the verge of getting divorced. Wow. So one Saturday evening into the Sunday morning, I was partying a lot, drinking. In the morning at 8 o'clock, I heard m- um, noises in my house, and I saw my wife and children getting up, getting up, dressing up neatly. And I asked him wh- where they're going, what they're doing. And they just replied, we're going to church. And I saw in the face of my sons the desire they had for their father to be with them. So I said, I'm coming with them. My wife even said, no, you embarrassment <laughs> to us, you embarrassment <laughs> to the children, you're still under the influence, you are reeking and smelling of alcohol, you're not coming with. So I just grabbed the car keys and I said, well, I'm the boss, I'm coming with. <laughs> and yeah, I got in church. And as I sat on the chair, I started crying. But mm. I always said it was crying like in the cartoons. I was howling <laughs> tears all over. Oh, the whole congregation was just looking at me. The pastor came up to preach. My wife used to elbow me a few times and said, why are you crying? And I would just say, no, I don't know. I'm just crying. <laughs> and at the end of the sermon, she grabbed the car kids, keys and the kids and said, go to the pastor, let him pray for you. And she ran out with the kids. <laughs> so I walked back into church. And when the pastor saw me, he said, why are you crying? Who died? And I just told him, nobody died. But my wife said, you must pray for me. <laughs> and he said, what happened? And I said, I heard this voice speaking to me exactly. I knew it 30 times during the sermon. He said, what did this voice say? And I said, the voice said, Etienne, stop making excuses. I have called you for full-time ministry immediately. I will guide you. I will protect you. I will always provide for you. Stop making excuses. Wow. So he looked at me and he said, well, that must be the Holy Spirit. And he said, let me have a quick prayer for you. I need to go. And he prayed for me. Yeah. Um, and he prayed for me quickly. I don't even know today what was prayed. And an hour later, my wife picked me up and I went home. I got took my church clothing off and I put on some walking shoes and shorts and I started walking in the suburb the whole afternoon. Just listening to this voice, and I'll never forget it. One of the things I said, I give you immediately faith and discernment. You need to walk with me. And I walked, and at 6 o'clock that afternoon, I walked back into the house, and I called my wife to the room, and I said, Hetty, I need to share something with you. (laughs) Oh, my. And she looked and said, yes. And I said, well, I'm going into full-time ministry. And she said, what? Where have you heard this? Are you mad? I said, no, God spoke to me. She said, and she just thought it's just another scheme. And she said, and when are you planning this move of yours? I said, well, immediately. I'm resigning tomorrow morning. And she started crying. She said, who's going to look after us? What about the kids? What about school fees, medical aids, food, provision? And I just said, well... It's not my problem because God said he's going to do it. Wow. And at that stage, I was in a, a state group in South Africa, one of the biggest. I was a top agent in South Africa. 
running then for four months in a row already, top agent in the country. And I walked into the office to my boss and I said to him, I'm just here, I'm resigning. Here's my letter. And he looked at me and said, you're mad. You're the top agent. You can't go. I said, well, I'm going. He said, no, you're still, according to contract, you've got to work a month's notice. I said, no, I'll do you a deal because they owed me lots of money, lots, lots in commissions because I've mm-hmm. just sold out the whole development on my own. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. My. So he looked at me. I said, I'll do you a deal. You let me walk out of this office now, pack up my desk, clean my desk, and you keep all the money. And he looked at me and he said, what? I said, yeah, (laughs) you keep the money, just let me go. And I walked out of there. And I just walked after this voice that spoke to me all the time. I started getting into the word eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours a day. I went Mm, to a Christian Christian camp the next weekend, heard about spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, and I'll never forget it. The one evening, the Saturday evening, I walked across the field and I shouted, devil, I'm going to go across the world and I'm going to spread God's love and you're going to get burned under each and every corner where I walk. But I don't Uh, even know what I was saying, what I was saying. (laughs) And that evening I went onto my knees in the room and I said, Lord, you called me to full-time ministry. I obeyed you immediately. So now if you want me to work for you in fullness, I want spiritual eyes. I want to see in the spirit. I want to see your face. I want to see angels. I want to see demons. I want to walk in the power of God. I want to raise people from the dead. I want to do miracles. I want the fullness. And I said, Amen. Amen. And when I opened my eyes, I got the fright of my life because there I saw his face. I saw angels. I saw demons in the spirit going. I'll never forget it. I just crept into the corner of the room where I sat. I sat on the floor and I realized what's going on now. What if I've asked, I've received. Yes. And the next day I got baptized that evening I came home from the camp and I'll never go into bed at just after midnight. And I woke up with a presence in my room and I jumped up from the bed, sat on the side. And the next moment I saw Jesus standing in the natural in front of the bed mm. with his hands stretched out. And it was like gold. It was like fire. It was like glory coming out of his hands. And I saw myself and my wife, Hetty getting transfigured. And then he just said, um, I bless you with my fullness. And he smiled. And he just stood there with his hands stretched out over us. And he just disappeared. And that's how my ministry started. From there on, it was just following the voice and seeking his face. Hallelujah. Uh, And we've known you for some years now. And and that's... That's exactly what we've watched happening yeah. wow. everywhere yeah. that, that we've been with you. It, we've been with you in South Africa. We've been with you here in the States. And, yes. And, uh, and I, I'm, I'm sure we've only seen just a tiny bit of what God's yeah. been doing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So how long did it take Hetty to get uh, accustomed to what <laughs> God was doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think years. <laughs> because... <laughs> She wow. she battled. I would say that it probably took her at least three years, I would say, for she really, really understood what happened to me, that it's real. Um, 
that it's not just a seasonal or temporary thing, that she realized mm-hmm. what happened to her husband, what God's doing is real, and she couldn't believe it. Even till today, she'll say sometimes when I minister and do miracles and things, she'll still think, is this really him standing? What is God doing? It's so amazing. She still thinks about it. So this is just the impossible that happened. Yeah. Glory to oh. God. That's yeah. so exciting. That's yes. so exciting. So what is the Holy Spirit giving you for your visit with us uh, October 7th and 8th? We're having a, a seminar with you, three meetings, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. We'll put information in yes. the show notes for people who want to come to this, and we'll have it on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. But tell us what the Holy Spirit is leading you. Well, I think the whole thing is it's all about preparation and repositioning for the fire of God to be released upon the earth, for us to become stewards and administrators of the glory of God. And what I tend to see as I travel the world, the biggest problem or lack of position are identities. Mm -hmm. And where in short, where I just see that we are so busy trying to restore and work with all the old things mm. instead of where God says, you are new, you're a new creation. Amen. And just to unfold and to unpack what does new creation mean? What does it behold? What do I need to do to be that new creation that God declared me? What, what are they... Um, in my life that I need to do to position what do I what are the belief systems of the past of the old that I need to get rid of yeah what what is between me and God that disallows me to be the new creation the mm-hmm. new spirit and earthly being and how it works together and the power of that the impact of that because what the Lord showed me he's releasing a major, major outpouring revival. And he said, but we're not waiting for revival. If I travel the countries, even America, now in Australia, fire is hovering above all those nations. Mm. Fire is hovering above earth, but nobody is bringing it down. Because we're waiting for a visitation of God to bring it down. But he appointed us as kings. Mm. Wow. So what needs to happen? We need to be the fire. Yes. Because when we release the fire, we're creating a platform for him to manifest. Because as he sees it in heaven, if he sees a reflection of that on the earth, that's where he's going to manifest. So he's looking for places and people that he can trust with his glory. So it's all about positioning. It's about character. Um, it's about desire, preparation. And, and just, and it was, to me, it was so profound. Before I went to Australia, um, and now that you people are global outpouring, this will be even more profound to you people. Before, no, probably about three weeks before I went to Australia, he spoke to me one night, and I got. Tell you, he took me into a vision, into the spirit. He said, "Let me show you something." And he appeared to me as the ancient of days, mm. and he had this huge, gigantic flask. So now you must remember seeing him in heavenly form, heavenly measure. That's huge. Where the earth is your footstool. Mm. 
Then he had this flask full of oil, glory, and fire. And he started pouring it out onto the earth. And it started covering up. And his words to me was, tell the people to prepare themselves for the global outpouring. Oh, <laughs> my. So that, was, that to me God. was was so profound. I said, wow, Lord. And I, obviously I thought about all of you as well, but his words were, tell the people to be ready and prepare themselves for the global outpouring. So I know we're wow. on the verge of an outpouring of God like the earth has never seen before. Amen. Never seen before. But the problem is, and he showed me, he took me in a vision showing me things of the next 30 years, which I don't really share. I haven't shared anything yet because the Lord has not released me to do it. But the reality is God's glory is going to be released in such a measure where people are literally going to die in the, in the natural because they won't be um, mature enough to host his glory. Um. That's where the fear of the Lord comes to the house yes. is goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. That we haven't seen a um, uh, we haven't seen a drop in the ocean of the goodness of God yet. Yeah. So that is yeah, that's in short what I want to come and share and and we're gonna talk about and we're gonna position and get things ready. It's Amen. time for God to move. Yeah. Amen. Yes. You know, we were just reading this morning in uh, Matthew Chapter three, chapter three, I think it was, where John the Baptist was talking about Jesus is the one that's coming that's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and, and fire. fire yeah. And fire, yes. And, and, yes. I, and I'd never seen it before, but in the verse before and the verse after, it's talking about the fire that's going to burn up those that aren't, uh, you know, those that are the wicked, the, those that are, that are not following the Lord. In, in, in the yes. verse, so it's, it's fire in three verses in a row. And I didn't, I hadn't never seen that before. So here we yeah. are. And that's amazing. And that's what this, you're talking about. Amazing. You just saw that there was this morning as we were morning. reading that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, his fire is actually his love. Yes. Because he says, I'm an all consuming fire. So we don't realize when God releases us or puts us in, a, in the fire, in the storm, in the desert. It is the greatest opportunity for the manifestation of God. You see, but we, we got so involved with what's wrong mm-hmm. and the circumstances that we missed his glory. Mm-hmm. It is your biggest, biggest upgrade ever when you're in that fire, when you're in the storm, when you're in the desert. It's your biggest, that's where God positions you for acceleration. Amen. And people don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I the Lord spoke to me years ago and said that that in every in every set of circumstances and he was kind of focusing on the the fire kind of circumstances, the difficulties, the the hardships, the tribulations, the the very various things that we go through that that in every one of those is a door to him. Yeah. And Jesus is yep. the door. So he's there with you in the fire. He that's what that's what he promised. You, you, you see, that is when he said, I hide myself in the darkness. If you go and read in the Old Testament, he says, my throne is in the darkness. My glory is in the darkness. My canopy of angels are in the darkness. You see, mm. and what do we do? We look at darkness and we don't seek him. Mm. 
And that is, that is the problem. Yeah, and, and I'll just take it years ago when I was on a ventilator in a coma. I used to be taken by him to a place of utter darkness. Mm-hmm. But I had so much peace, and I knew he was there. And I spoke to another person now the weekend um, that was in a coma in our church. And he said to me, he doesn't know what happened, but while he was in a coma, I was taken to a place of darkness where peace was. Mm. But he first he thought he was deceived because he thought about darkness. He did not think about God. And then I told him, yes, the peace. And he said, because you knew God was there. There were presents and there were peace. I said, yes, exactly this place. Mm. God's in the midst of it always. Wow. Oh. Yeah, sometimes... You know, we we don't have a real good handle on on what God is doing in people's lives when they're going through stuff, and in our yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah. You see, it it, it is, and, and that's what I believe. This in this times that we went through now, and all the tests and everything that happened in the world, and it's not being religious. I think it was one of the greatest gifts of God to have allowed everything to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it exposed you, it exposed people. Um, mm-hmm. What are their true relationships of God? What right. are they focused on? What are they aligned with? What are, what are their identities looking at? And and now we had to face each other, marriages, um, because of the lockdowns. People couldn't go to work. So they had no escapes to run away from their problems. They had to talk things out. They had to face things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that this was a great time to actually draw you so much closer to God and in truth, mm-hmm. to bring truth back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure, for me as well. Yeah. I really feel like there's been growth in my life in the last few yeah. years, you know, yeah. especially through this. Um, yeah. It's been good. I agree. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, When I traveled now, just the thing that I I picked up in churches, which is actually sad in a way, in a big way, um, it's like most churches these days, it's like they've lost hope. Yes. They lost their joy, Mm -hmm. and it became a compromising place. Um, All is good. We just want everybody to be happy as long as everybody's happy. And we've, the, Church is not functioning according to God's way. It's just yeah, a compromising place. And what we need to do is bring hope back into the church, truth back, and then the power back into the church. Yes. Yeah. Um, wow. And that I've seen all over, all nations now, lately. Yeah. Yeah. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And, and yeah. that's what's been happening. The, the, the heart of the church has become sick. Yep, for sure. And this is where I believe the leaders need to be equipped. Leaders need to be um, standing up in authority and truth. That's where that's where change needs to come Amen. in the leadership. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been pressing in. Oh, Tell you yes. what, we do not want to be yeah. left behind mm. on this because we know God no. is about to do something yes. Amen. amazing, and oh. uh, you yeah. know, we've been contending for it. When you prophesied over us that we must change our name. And, yeah. and we waited on the Lord, and he gave us the name Global Outpouring. I remember yeah. I was telling someone about it on the phone, and out of my mouth came these words, we're going to contend for the outpouring. We're going to equip yeah. for the outpouring. 
And yep. and I, I think I used a different word, but someone recommended that we use the word engage, and I don't remember what the other word was. So uh, that yeah. we engage, so that we can engage, engage. in the outpouring yeah. as as we equip for it, it will prepare us to engage, and and so that God can use us, so that He can make He can uh, flow through us. And I love yeah. what you what you said earlier about if God is God is looking down, where where is the fire being stirred up? You know, isn't that what Paul told Timothy? Stir up, fan into flames the 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 thing that was that was spoken of the the gift Uh that that was put into you by the laying on of hands. And and how many of our listeners have had hands laid on them and words spoken over them? And we and we go away and and la la la. We had a wonderful word from the Lord, but if we don't stir it up, if we don't contend Uh for it, it's like it's like um, Elijah prophesying i i hear the sound of the abundance of rain and yeah. and and but then he had to go pray seven times for it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you see that's what people must realize one's hand's been laid up one's prophecy took place um you need to do something there's a reaction that needs to take place there is a positioning there are declarations there are decrees they are seeking his face they Getting the the way, getting his plans, his blueprints, mm-hmm. how to do it, how to release it, because you and I are the extension of his words in heaven here on earth. So Amen. we are the manifestation of it. So it's not just where most people make the mistake, they're waiting on it to be fulfilled. It's not waiting on it. You need to act on it. Yeah, that's good. Mm, that's You're going to wait forever. You need to yeah, act. You need yeah. to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wow. that they that know their God will be, be strong, strong and do exploits. And do exploits. I just heard some an, a different version of it. Oh, was it yesterday? Um, and and take take action. They that know yeah. their God will be strong and do act and take action. So that's that's what we're talking about. Is is yeah. knowing God is the first part. Pressing yep. in, yeah. pressing in to know Him. Yeah. It's intimacy, it's relationship, and, and, and unfortunately in the world and what people get taught is more about having encounters than having relationship. Mm-hmm. Speak wow. on that for just a moment. Let's, oh. let's unpack that a bit. I think that's a critical piece. Yeah. You see what happened, especially in the mystical circles. The reality is when you got saved, reborn, born from the above, you are actually mystical already. Absolutely. So anyway, a mystical being. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what happened now? There's a trend where people try, the one tries to be more supernatural than the other one. So what <laughs> happens? They are going more and more into their own imagination instead mm-hmm. of a sanctified imagination of God. Why? Yeah. Because they're going on their encounters, not mm-hmm. with God. God says clearly, if you're in my way, in my will, I am present. And he also says, I call you my fa- Those who do the will of my father, I call my family, I call my sons. Mm-hmm. So what happened in the mystical circles? There's a thing going around, we can do whatever we want. Mm-mm. And we can go wherever we go. Mm-mm. But if God is your first love, why would you go without him? That's why, right. why don't you want to be called a son or family member? Right. So what I've seen now in the world is that so many people got so badly hurt because of 
we try and be so supernatural. So now let's say, for example, Philip teaches something in Revelation unbelievably good. Now, next moment, Sharon has got to talk and she wants to do better <laughs> and she says something. Now, next moment, Etienne has to talk and because, oh my, Sharon and Philip have said these amazing, what happens now? I want to try and be better mm-hmm. and I go in my own imagination. So, mm-hmm. we started teaching things that are unbiblical and that are separated from God. And mm-hmm. that happened in the mystical circles. Um, I just listen to the things that are in love, even teachings like, which I've heard now from people going into hell to fetch demons to save the demons, get the demons saved. Um, (laughs) There are prayer groups, there are prayer groups set up because Satan's going to get saved. Um, Oh, no. Oh, there are so many things. And and what's disturbing for me is how people follow that and run Mm -hmm. with it. Mm-mm. Wow. Um, it is so defiled. It's so out of line. It's so against scripture. Mm. Yeah. And it's just a, just, just a sad thing for me where we run off the people and we've neglected the word. We get out of the word. And as I tell people, all these amazing heavenly encounters, experiences must be through him, through his, he's the door, you seek his face, and out of that, everything happens naturally. You don't even have to ask, it just happens. Yes. Um, it is, yeah, it's, it, it, my, my whole thing is people need to get back to basics again, back to love, back to relationship, back to intimacy. Yes, yes. yes. And and this is this is coming from a man who has regular encounters in and going to heaven all the time, right? But yes, but yes. but you you've made the statement. I've heard you say it many times that that you only go when Jesus is with you. Yep, you can't because with whom are you there if he's not present? If you're not aware of the, the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit, with whom are you there? Right. That is my question, mm-hmm. and and that's what people don't realize. They they having all these encounters but god's not even there so with which source are you there yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. there's only light or darkness there's not gray there's no gray area light or darkness so who's with you and that's where all the deception comes in in the mystical circles mm-hmm. yeah well that's that's uh I, I i had forgotten that the lord said to you at the very beginning the very very beginning i'll give you discernment mm. yeah that's one of the, the keys that we must have. We must have discernment. And, and you must know the word in order to, oh, yeah. in order to be able to, um, to weigh things correctly. You've got to rightly divide the word of truth. Absolutely. And, and you see, it's, it's, it's what I see with people don't read the word with God. They just read it really as a safety net not to go to hell because they read it just to say, Lord, I've read the Bible today. So they read a quick few verses or a chapter, but they don't spend time, they don't engage it, they don't become it, they don't see God in it, the power of it. Yeah. Mm. It, it, yeah, we, 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 we try and impress God with so many things. <laughs> we, we do things with our own agendas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not about Him only. Yeah. Yeah, if we don't have His agenda, we're, we're sunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like a battleship with no armor and no no ammunition. Yeah, yeah. And you're going out yeah, to war. Exactly. 
That's a exactly. good illustration, Philip. Yeah, that's wow. exactly it. Wow. Well, it's exciting wow. to hear that what what you just shared earlier about the the fire is there waiting to fall, waiting to yeah. find a place where where we're stirring it, stirring it up. And that, that's what Evan, yeah. Evan Roberts said after the revival was kind of waning yes. in Wales. Yeah. All you have to do is pump it. Yes. You know, fan yes. it. Yeah. In, you know? Yeah. Pump, pump like a, like a like bellows. Like a bellows. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. The, the reality is we need to be, not become, be revival. Yes. Yeah. We need to be the fire. We are the streams of living water. We are the life-giving spirits on the earth. Mm-hmm. We are all those things. God declared it upon us. Yes. So just be it. Yes. Not not step one to ten to become it. Be it. Right. It's about boldness, faith. Yes. And the thing is that that we are it because He is in us and we are in Him. Yeah. You mm-hmm. you know what I I, I I spoke yesterday to our intercessors and I said to her, okay so God says I am so I am everything. In the highest level. So if you in Christ, in him, who are you? Right. Mm-hmm. The I fullness am. of the Godhead Every, bodily dwells inside of us. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Everything in the same measure, he releases it to you. Says, because he says he's fullness. It's yes. the full measure. You mm-hmm. see, but we became so religious and we're living lifestyles to think we're going to live like that one day when we're in heaven. But why not now? Right. Yeah. Right. Why not now? Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. I, I think that's uh, that's kind of been the mindset for so long, you know, that when we see him, we shall be changed, but it's we need to be changed before we can be changed. Yeah. You know? it, it's like we yeah. we will be like him before we will see him as he, as is. he is. I'm yeah, not that's sure the that, scripture. Yeah. I, I think the change comes when we go from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory and beholding yeah. him. Because Paul was yeah. kind of already there, yeah. you know, and yeah. trying to yeah. present this. Yeah. yeah. And we actually there because we already moving from glory to glory. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You see, and people don't yes. realize it. That's why it is, it's a season of being so intentional and, how would I put it, deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really be intentional about God. Each and every moment, intentional to receive from him, but also obviously more intentionally to release, to give, because that's a that's a kingdom principle. I receive so that I could give. Mm-hmm. And and how much more do you want to give of God mm-hmm. to the people, to creation, to creation around us? Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yes. So we are looking forward to having you with us here again. I'll say it um, October 7th and 8th, 2022, yep. in case somebody's listening to this from the archives. Um, and, and if you're hearing it from the archives, you can go to our archives on YouTube or Facebook <laughs> find and, and find these meetings that we're going to be having. But if you can get here, yeah. get here, and we'll have a link to the event page uh, on our website in the in the show notes so that you can uh, click on it and uh, get a get an idea of what's going on and how we're going to be doing it. And uh, before we close, Etienne, would you pray for our listeners, please? Yes, let's pray. Father, we praise you, we glorify you, we exalt you. Yes. 
You are truly the great I am, the ancient of days, the faithful, trustworthy, anointed, glorified, exalted one. And how honored we are to call you Father. Yes, Lord. Our King, our High Priest, our God. Yes. So, Father, I just come in the name of Yahweh. And we release the fullness of the provision and the power of your names upon each and every listener and viewer. The fullness of the power and the provision of the blood of Jesus Christ. The fullness of the provision and the power of the covenant of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, and we declare that right now everybody will be touched by your breath, by your spirit. Not only imparted, but activated. Yes. And become burning ones as it is in heaven. Yes. And all of creation will be influenced and changed and move from glory to glory. Yes, Lord. Lord, just stay on your throne of first love in our lives. Yes, Yes, Lord. And like David said, Lord, let your spirit not depart from us. Mm -hmm. We say today, Lord, don't ever depart from your throne of first love in our lives. Amen. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. 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 Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh. Wow. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Glory to I'm God. Looking forward. I'm looking so much forward to our time together. It's going to be great. We are too. Oh. We Thank are you, too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, This is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Mm -hmm.